Welcome back to another episode. Today, before we begin, of course, a message from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Eva's Bell Bonds, where their licensed professionals are available 24-7, seven days a week. They work hard to make your experience as fast and convenient as possible. Their goal is to help reunite families across the state of Idaho safely and effectively. Payments are available. Se habla español. Give them a call and let them help you at 208-312-3660. Again, that is 208-312-3660. Remember, locals, people in the state of Idaho, if you're ever in trouble, you need a bail agent, go ahead and give her a call. She'll really help you out. They do payments, like, super helpful. I don't know personally, but I've had people who have been bailed out by her, but I've never had to get bailed out, bailed out before, knocking on wood. Um, and if you are located in Twin Falls or near Twin Falls, remember that they do have a new location open on Blue Lakes Boulevard. So stop in and see what kind of services they can provide for you if you need a bail agent. All right, you guys. So after a long-awaited period of people screeching at me, to finally make this episode. I'm making this episode. Hey yo. I'm glad you guys could make it back for another one. But today I am going to finally be throwing you a list of books so that everybody can stop asking me 50,000 times for a reading list. My reading list has not changed in years because I like to find comfort in the books that I already know how they're going to end and what's happening and how they go. Sometimes I won't even read sequels because I just want to leave it at people being in love or whatever. <laughs> but that's just um, my anxiety part of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but really, in this list, you're going to find a lot of like a mixture of books, definitely. But if you're anything like me, it's going to be real edgy. It's, they're going to be real old books, like books that were released in 2007. Um, not because I haven't like kept up with my reading. Well, kind of a little bit, but like mostly because, like I said, I like to stick to books and series that I know are already going to be good before I waste my time on books that I do not think are going to be good, if that makes any sense. So... <laughs> like I said, old, edgy, young adult, because let's be honest, that's always going to be the best section of books, no matter how old you get, young adult. Um, <laughs> if you like the kind of like edgy little, a little saucy kind of books, not like Fifty Shades of Grey saucy, but like a little less saucy, um, then this list is for you, sis. All right, so we are going to be kicking off the whole entire list with my favorite book series of all time. And if you guys know me, then you know that you could always catch me walking around middle school and high school with one of these books on top of my little stack of books, walking down the hallway and shit, because I was fucking crazy obsessed with the Chronicles of Vladimir Todd. Y'all could keep your twilight because Vladimir Todd's the only vampire I need in my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one through five of the Chronicles of Vampire. Amp- of vampire of vladimir todd 
these books are, of course, um, based around a teen vampire with some teenage angst. You know, we all love that shit. <laughs> you know, cough, cough, move over, Twilight. But these books were not your typical, like, Google Gaga vampire, like, boy loves girl, girl loves boy type shit. Like, there's so many twists and turns, and that's what I liked about it. Like, it wasn't your typical run away in the forest, cry about it for a book, for a whole entire book, and then end up getting married to said vampire, sparkly cough vampire Edward. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> so these books literally gave you like a twist. They were pretty edgy. The character himself was like edgy AF, you know, <laughs> but I'm going to read you from Penguin Random House, kind of the summary over this first book. The first book is called Eighth Grade Bites. So obviously it takes you from his eighth grade to his 12th grade year. So Vlad has to keep his vampire urges under control while dealing with the pressures of middle school. 13 year old Vladimir Todd really hates junior high. Bullies harass him, the principal is dodging him, and the girl he and the girl he likes prefers his best friend. Oh, and Vlad has a secret. His mother was a human, but his father was a vampire. With no idea of the extent of his powers, Vlad struggles daily with his blood cravings and his enlarged fangs. <laughs> when a substitute teacher begins to question him a little too closely, Vlad worries that his cover is about to be blown. But then he faces a much bigger problem. He's being hunted by a vampire killer. Dun dun dun! And I can't remember, like... It's like every day what when he gets ready, he has to um, put sunscreen on. <laughs> and it, there's just a lot of like funny jokes, like edgy humor. I'm just like, yes, bitch, you know, like they're really good books. And I just found out that they made um, a graphic novel of the series, which is so cute because he looks like a little anime character and, you know, I'm a slut for anime. So <laughs> Oh my god, so cute. I need to tell somebody to buy that for me. But the next one, Ninth Grade Slays, of course, next year. So freshman year stinks for Vladimir Todd. Bullies still harassment, harass him. The photographer from the school newspaper is telling him, and failing his studies could be deadly. A trip to Siberia gives study abroad a whole new meaning, as Vlad connects with other vampires and advances his mind control abilities. But will he return home with the skills to recognize a vampire slayer when he sees one? In this thrilling sequel to 8th grade Bites, Vlad must confront the secrets of the past and battle forces that once again thun thun thun, threaten his life. <laughs> And the next one, 10th grade bleeds. It's another awful year at Bathory High for Vladimir Todd. Oh, I forgot to mention his favorite blood type is, what is it? O negative? Is that what it is? Type O? Type O blood? No. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> the evil vampire, his name's literally Diablo for those wondering, <laughs> is hunting for the ritual that could steal Vlad's powers. His best friend doesn't want to be his drudge anymore. What? fuck a drudge i forget what does that mean that's kind of like your like your lifetime homie isn't it or like his vampire assistant i don't know i don't remember it's been since like the eighth grade since i read these books but, but they still slap so and it's getting harder for vlad to resist feeding on people around him when months go by with no word from his uncle otis and diablo shows up demanding vlad's father's journal vlad realizes that ha having a normal high school life is the least of his concerns vlad needs to act fast and 
even his status as the Pravis won't save him this time. And I don't think I'm going to read the rest. The next book is 11th Grade Burns, and the final book is 12th Grade Kills. And I guarantee you that 12th Grade Kills, if you get really attached to characters in books like me, is going to make you want to die, just like everything else in this world. (laughs) But I definitely, 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 without a doubt, recommend uh, the series 1 through 5. It's so good, like... I feel like even now, because all of us are still kids at heart and we are all still super attached to like things like Twilight and shit, like, you're you're gonna like this book a lot. Like, I guarantee it. You guys will love these books. So, the next ones, the next young adulty series that I'm going to be listing will have to be the Shiver series. Now, not the entire series, but if you're somebody who likes to read (laughs) prequels, and, oh no 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 sequels and whatever the next word to equal that means three in the third book uh then go ahead and read them but the, definitely the first book shiver has my heart in a way that I don't think another book ever will um but like honestly the the following books really did not do it for me But Shiver as a whole, like, could have just stood by itself and would have been amazing. But, you know, people like money, so they feel the need to write more things. Uh, But definitely Shiver. The summary of it is, for years, Grace has watched watched the wolves in the woods behind her house. One yellow-eyed wolf, her wolf, is a chilling presence she can't seem to live without. Meanwhile... Sam has lived two lives. In winter, the frozen woods, the protection of the pact, and the silence... And the silent company of a fearless girl. In summer, a few precious months of being human until the cold makes him shift back again. Now, Grace meets a yellow-eyed boy whose familiarity takes her breath away. It's her wolf. It has to be. But as winter nears, Sam must fight to stay human or risk losing himself and Grace forever. So, in case you didn't get the gist of it, of course, this has to deal with wolves, <laughs> because the last one had to deal with uh, um, vampires, so that's just how it goes, sis. But, this first book definitely will kind of just take your heart in like a gut-wrenching way, and I think that's why I liked it so much, because it was like raw and unique, and it wasn't something that, like, It physically hurt me to read this book because I became, like, of course, big surprise, attached to characters. But, um, (laughs) it's, it's, like I said, like, that's the only way that I can explain this first book is very, like, gut-wrenching. Um, it's kind of like a typical love story, but because, of course, you have to have your boy and your girl in every single young adult fiction because we're all hungry for love and shit, but it it gives it a turn that, like, I still think about this book every single day of my life. Like, I'm like, damn, like, a love like that. You know? Folding little paper cranes in the library and playing your little guitar and all that stupid lovey shit. <laughs> but it's really good, and I highly recommend you guys read the first one. But not so much the second and the third one. Um, the second and the third feels like a lot of, uh, I don't know, like, fillers. Like, 
you know, you'd be watching the first season of Naruto and you expect it to have the whole ass story, but the whole time you're just watching fillers. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what the second and the third book feels like. But I highly recommend the first. Again, that is Shiver. So, the next one, of course, if you are looking for a little... This list is going to be a little small, BT dubs. Um, but I'll try my best for you. <laughs> um, if you're looking for a little bit more trendy recent book series, I recommend the book You, of course, and the sequel Hidden Bodies. Everybody, of course, knows by this time you from being a hit on Netflix and I highly encourage you to read the book always read the book before you watch any show but like it's kind of raunchy <laughs> but it has that like edgy humor that not a lot of books have you know and I like really like dorky raunchy like <laughs> books that are gonna really make me laugh with the character and that's definitely something you're in for if you read the book you um the second one was pretty similar to the second season actually um so let me pick up this little thing so i can read it to you guys it says in hollywood oh this is the summary for the second book hidden bodies by the way in Hollywood, Joe blends in effortlessly with the other young upstarts. He eats guac, walks in, oh, walks, works in a bookstore, and flirts with a, with a journalist neighbor. But while others seem fixated on their own reflections, Joe can't stop looking over his shoulder. The problem with hidden bodies is that they don't always stay that way. They reemerge like dark, dark thoughts, multiplying and threatening to destroy what Joe wants most. True love. And when he finds it in a darkened room in Soho House, he is more desperate than ever to keep his secrets buried. He doesn't want his new—he doesn't want to hurt his new girlfriend. He wants to be with her forever. But if she ever finds out what he's done, he may not have a choice. So I know everybody is seeing the second season in your head as I read that little synopsis. But get those characters out of your head. Even though Penn Badgley plays a pretty good sociopath, but that's beyond the point. <laughs> so go ahead and read those books and wait for the next season in 2021. This next one that I'm going to tell you about is I'll Give You the Sun. And this was a book that was kind of like out of my comfort zone of regular reading. Um, but it was pretty cute and I liked it. The synopsis is Jude and her twin brother Noah are incredibly close. At 13... Isolation, isolated, Noah draws constantly and is falling in love with the charismatic boy next door. While daredevil Jude cli cliff dives and wears red lipstick and does the talking for both of them. But three years later, Jude and Noah are barely speaking. Something has happened to wreck the twins in, in different and dramatic ways. Until Jude meets a cocky, broken, beautiful boy as well as someone else. An even more unpredictable new force in their life. The early years of Noah's story to tell. The early years are Noah's story to tell. The later years are Jude's. What the twins don't realize is that they each ha have only half of the story. And if they could just find their way back to one another, they'd have a chance to remake their world. So that that book really gives you like a... It's really eye-opening if you have siblings. But if you're like me and you don't really get along with your siblings and you're like, mm, sounds like a personal problem, sis. But, <laughs> but 
But of course, they're twins. You know, they enter their teen years like typical teens. They grow apart. Uh, there's a lot of sibling rivalry, rivalry, especially because they are twins and they both compete for their mother's attention. And they both, throughout the book, you can tell how they struggle to understand their separate identities and understand that they are, they're both people outside of themselves, outside of being twins. So that was a really cool like experience to be able to see both sides of the twins. But <sighs> the next ones that I have for you are self-help books. So if you are somebody who likes to read self-help books because you believe that they are going to change your life, then so be it. But I got this book and I got it because of the title, simply because of the title. It says, I used to be a miserable fuck. <laughs> I'm like, you had me at fuck. Just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the the author is John Kim, who is also who also refers to himself as the angry therapist. And you know, I can relate. I felt that. So the back of the book says a timely, unconventional guide for finding happiness and purpose, delivering do's and don'ts that will challenge you to examine yourself and your definitions of manhood. Do separate who you are from what you do and don't be nice. Be kind. Do express your feeling. Do express your fucking feelings. Don't punch clocks. Do sweat daily. Don't pee in the shower. So, <laughs> so I highly recommend. I know it says that it's only for dudes, but like, I've always felt like for some reason I've always like resonated better with dudes because there's a lot of pent up anger in me. So I'm like, I could be like a Kyle. Anyway, but that's beyond the point. Um. Even though it just says that it's for men, like, reading this has really, it's opened my eyes in a way that, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain this, you guys, but the way he speaks, like, directly to, to males, I feel like in order to understand somebody of the opposite sex, you have to understand everything, how they work, what makes them tick, like, you know, the fact that their frontal lobe isn't developed until they're 25, like shit like that, you know? So I got this book, even though it was for dudes, because I wanted to be able to really take a look deep into the potential, the potential mind of a dude, you know? Like, it's a really good ass book so far. I'm enjoying it. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. At times I want to cry. Like, he makes a lot of good points. And I feel like if every man read this book, maybe they would be a better human being the next one you're gonna hear this chair squeak because i have to reach back to get it the next one is called happier now how to stop chasing perfection and embrace everyday moments even the difficult ones so this one is by natalie i think that's how you say your name natalie kogan and the back says do you find yourself stuck in the i'll be happy trap I'll be happy when trap, believing that achievements or big life changes are what will bring you lasting happiness at me. In Happier Now, nationally recognized emotional health expert Natalie Kogan shares her lifelong struggle of searching for the elusive big happy. And now she's finally made the essential mindset shifts 
mindset shifts, that's hard for my lisp, that allow her to live with more self-compassion, joy, and meaning. Natalie redefines happiness as a skill that anyone can cultivate. She she shares, she shall, she shares, but she <laughs> I couldn't even say that. Damn. She shares, oh my god, a wealth of simple science-backed practices used successfully by more than a million people so that you can experience more joy in ordinary moments and greater resilience when times get tough. And I bought this because this is something that I felt like I needed to work on. I'm always like, I'll be happier when I win the lottery. I'll be happier when I have a lot of money. I'll be happier when I graduate college. But then I'm like, oh, I graduated college. I got the job of my dreams. I'm, you know, this, 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 that, and this. And a bitch is still not happy. So we're going to read this and hopefully I can pick up a few tips and tricks on how to be happy now. You know, sis? Because we all need that shit. Anyway. So some one <laughs> some books that I didn't include that I think are really good are uh no 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 wow I got nothing just kidding uh the hush hush series is pretty good I'm pretty sure that one has to deal with a girl and like a fallen angel and then they fall in love because you know me I love books about love um the child called it series that one will really make you want to die like more than you already do i'm sure um it's about a a guy named dave the author is named dave and he um puts you in his abusive childhood and it's so sad and just I don't know, it built me a lot of emotional trauma because I, w- I read it in the fourth grade, but uh, I was a messed up kid anyway, so that book just a- added fuel to the fire. <laughs> um, the book Coraline's really good if you're trying to read that with your kids. Um, you know I gotta give it up for my series of unfortunate events. That was the first book series that I ever really sat down and read. Book number tw- 10, The Slippery Slope, Quigley. <laughs> he loved her, man. He fucking loved Violet, bro. Makes me so sad. <laughs> and no, I haven't watched a series on Netflix, but one day I'll get to it, maybe. Um, because everybody knows that the movie with, was it Jim Carrey? I don't know. But when he was like, back when dinosaurs ruled the earth. And he's like biting the other guy's head. Yeah, that movie is top dog. Uh, do I have any more? I don't think I have any more for you right now at the top of my head. But remember that we are on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, at Passions Are Peace Podcast. If you have a request, you have somebody who wants to be on the show. I know I'm real bad with conducting interviews with everybody, but I promise that one day when everybody's not so busy, I will get a calendar going, maybe. Um, let me see. Remember, in the description down below, we have links to help the Guillen family. We have links for Black Lives Matter. Remember to vote, you guys. I cannot stress this shit enough. Go out there and vote and stop being trash. It takes five minutes. Um, I will have the number in the description where you can text it. I think it's like 26796 or something like that. Don't quote me, but find a number that looks like that in the description and you text it you vote i mean you get registered to vote remember that this election is really important and 
stop being selfish and just fucking go out and vote. I can't stress that shit enough. Um, what else do I got? I think that's it. But remember to stay peaceful, stay passionate, drink your water, watch your kids, make sure that you read a book, and that, I don't know, you, you, uh, I got nothing. (laughs) Oh, you get ready for spooky season. Oh my god. Oh, and if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts, because that's the only place that has a rating system. But... I love you guys, and I will see you in the next episode. Sorry this episode had so much crackhead energy. Bye.